everything that almost everything we interact with in the world today, uh, in language, we don't know any particular language when we're born. Uh, we don't know mathematics. So we had to learn all these things. So if you want to say there might be an internal model that wasn't learned, well, that's pretty trivial. Yeah. But I'm talking about models that are learned, and you have to interact with the world to learn it. You can't learn it without being present in the world, without having an embodiment, without moving about, touching and seeing and hearing things. So a large part of what people think about, like you brought up, is, okay, you know, we are able to solve a goal. But that's, that's what a model lets you to do. It's not the, that is not what intelligence itself is. Intelligence is having this ability to solve any goal, right? Because you have a, if your model uh, uh, covers that part of the world, you can figure out how to manipulate that part of the world and achieve what you want. So it's, it's a, I'll give you a little further analogy. It's a little bit like computers. When we talk about like a universal Turing machine or what a computer is, it's not defined by what the computer is applied to do. It's like a computer isn't something that solves a particular problem. A computer is mm -hmm. something that works on a set of principles. And that's how I think about intelligence. It's, it's, a, it's a modeling system that works on a set of principles. Those principles can exist in a mouse and a dog and a cat and a human and, and probably birds, but it, it don't focus on what those animals are doing. Mm. Yeah, I think it's important to point out that a model need not be a conscious model. In fact, most of our models are not conscious and might not even be, in principle, available to consciousness, although I think at the boundary, Something that that you you'd say is is happening entirely in the dark does have a kind of or can have a kind of liminal conscious a aspect. So I mean, to take you know the coffee cup example, this leads us into a a more granular discussion of, of what it means to have a model of anything at, at the level of the the cortex. But you know, if, if I reach for my coffee cup and grasp it, the ordinary experience of doing that is something I'm conscious of. I'm not conscious of all of the prediction that is built into my accomplishing that and experiencing what I experience when I touch a coffee cup, and and yet it's prediction that is required, having some ongoing expectation of what's going to happen there when I when I you know when each finger touches the the surface of the cup, that allows for me to detect any error there or to be surprised by something truly anomalous. So if I reach for a coffee cup and it turns out that's a, you know, it's a hologram of a coffee cup and my, my hand passes right through it, the element of surprise there seems predicated on some ongoing prediction processing to which the, the results of my behavior is being compared. So maybe you can talk about what you mean by, by having a model at the level of the cortex yeah. and, and how, how prediction is uh, built into that. Yeah. Well, my, my first book, which I published like 14 years ago called On Intelligence, was just about that right. topic. It was about how it is the brain is making all these predictions all the time and all your sensory modalities, and you're not aware of it. And so that's sort of the foundation. And you can't make a prediction without a model. I mean, a model, to make a prediction, you had to have some expectation. The expectation, whether you're not aware of it or not, but you have an expectation. And that has to be driven from some internal representation of the world that says, hey, this, you're about to touch this thing. I know what it is. It's supposed to feel this way. And even if you're not aware that you're, you're doing that. One of the um, key discoveries we made, and this was maybe about eight years ago, we, we had to get to the bottom, like, how do neurons make predictions? How do they, what is the physical manifestation of a prediction in the brain? And most of these predictions, as you point out, are not conscious. You're not aware of them. They're just happening, and if something 
if something is wrong, then your attention is drawn to it. So if you felt the coffee cup and there was a little burr on the side or a crack and you didn't know that was expected that, you'd say, oh, there's a crack. I mean, what was the brain doing when it was making that prediction? And we have, um, we have a theory about this, and I wrote about it in the book a bit. And it's, it's a beautiful, um, I think it's a beautiful theory, um, but it, it's, it's basically most of the predictions that are going on in your brain, most of them, not all of them, but most of them, it happen inside individual neurons. They are, it is a internal to the individual neurons. Now, not a single neuron can predict something, but an ensemble of neurons do this. But it's an internal state. And we, have a, we wrote a paper that came out in 19, um, 90, uh, 19, 2016, excuse me, 2016, which is it's called Why Do Neurons Have So Many Synapses? And um, we, what we posit in that paper, and I'm pretty sure this is correct, is that you know, neurons have these thousands of synapses. Most of those synapses are being used for prediction. And when a neuron recognizes a pattern, it says, okay, I'm supposed to be active soon. I should be, I should be becoming active soon. If everything is according to our model here, I should be becoming active soon. And it goes into this internal state. The neuron itself is saying, okay, I'm expecting to become active. And you can't detect that consciously. It's internal to the, it's, it's essentially just a depolarization or a change of the voltage of the neuron. And so when, uh, but it, 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 we showed how the network of these neurons, what'll happen is if your prediction is correct, then a, a small subset of the neurons become active. But if the prediction is incorrect, a whole bunch of neurons become active at the same time. And then that draws your attention to the problem. So it's a fascinating problem, but most of the predictions going on in your brain are not accessible outside of ind 